Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Galactic Glamazons, it's a new month and a new theme at Gal's Guide. We've got our map and our compass, and we are setting out to learn about gals who have explored the depths of the oceans, the treacherous mountains, the inner and outer space. So let me introduce you to the researchers for this team, because I can spell on a script, uh, and see what they have packed for our discovery mission. So first up, her backpack is loaded up with art supplies to paint the amazing explorer gals that we find. That's right. It's Bonnie Fillinworth! Yay! Yay! Bonnie, tell the good people about yourself and what you've been up to since the last episode. Since last episode, I've been doing uh, art fairs. <gasps> Yay! Art fairs are opening back it's up. A thing! They're outside, yes. still masked, but we're good. And it's art. And yeah, getting back to getting more more art to sell. You want to hear at the art fairs. a fun story? Yes. So here at Nickel Plate, they are putting on one of those art fairs yes. called Maker, Maker's Fair. And uh, one of them became all excited. They came up here and they're like, you know what? There's an artist that just signed up for Maker Fair. You should really meet her. Oh. And I went, is her name Bonnie Fellenworth? <laughs> and they said, yes. And I said, she works here. <laughs> <laughs> they were very excited to tell me. <laughs> I appreciated it just in case it wasn't you. But I knew it was you. <laughs> So next up, her backpack is filled with sweet treats, kind of like a mountainous cookie that she brought for us. Uh, she's going to keep us fed during the journey. It's Katie Harris. Yay! So Katie, tell the good people about yourself and what you've been up to since you kind of missed out on the last couple of episodes that you totally listened to. Okay, I have listened to one. <laughs> I've listened to one, so I'm on my way. Because there was a dare and a quiz. And I aced it. You did. You're actually the only one. I was. Because I left a little special little spoiler Mm -hmm. in the last episode last month. And people were like, oh, yeah, I totally listened to it. I'm like, really? What happened at the end? And then nothing. And I'm like, you did not listen. Because if you would have listened, Katie, what would the good people have heard? They would have heard you obnoxiously playing Dora the Explorer theme song. Yes, I did. <laughs> nice. I, did. I played the Dora the like, Explorer no, theme song. <laughs> no. Yep. It's yeah. a thing you can't unhear. No. That's here. how I knew. Exactly. And now you're talking about our little backpacks, which, yes, Backpacks. cookies yes. made by a woman apparently from the mountains. Yes. Mountain woman. Yes. I like so it. They're all here. And I've just been baking because we're back to doing farmer's markets. Yep. I don't do art nice. fairs like Bonnie. But you're at the market. <laughs> Those are worse. There's a tent. Wow. Those people gotta actually... get up at like two in the morning and make food and to get food. there yeah. and set up by like five. Like yeah, it's gross. Oh. I don't think it's quite that rigorous at the Carmel Farmers Market. Mm, I think gotcha. they start out at like seven. I don't know. I don't go to it. I just do all the baking the day before. Yeah. You have to do all the hard labor to it, yeah. not so the standing in the sun. Stuff to sell there. There you go. Yes, it's less people-y cool. that way. 
Um, people. Yes. But Don't like people-y. <laughs> people-y is not my favorite. Have you guys, like, been trying to go out since I'm all fully vaccinated now? And I'm right. Really yes. Same. I'm more comfortable. Right. But when I try to go out, I'm like, oh, no. I still don't want to people. No. I, no, 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 no. I still don't want to used people. a public restroom what? for the first time in, like, two years. How was that? <laughs> it, was, it was uneventful. I was all alone. Oh. Well, I mean, <laughs> would you prefer to any other No, no one else was in the restroom at all. Oh, okay. I, I don't know your normal bathing <laughs> habits. I need seven people in the restroom with me at all times. I, I feel like I've had too many events in public restrooms. That sounds really weird. But I mean, I've known some of the stories. Like, I had a woman once when, like, my eye was bothering me. It was all red. She told me I just needed to put some of my urine in it. Because ah, urine ah, is sterile no. and it'll clear it up. Walk away from that lady. Circle Circle Center Mall. Yeah, okay. Never mind. There you go. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, that people. was a long time ago, but people talk to me a lot. Maybe that's why you, I'm like, I don't... You have a face of please tell me really? in detail how you pee in your eye. <laughs> Another favorite of mine, which I know I'm way off topic. No, go ahead. It's the show. Have you seen the show? I went to the, the Dollar Tree. Yeah. I used to have to go there all the time for work. And um, this woman's like, she's by all this um, luau type stuff. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's summer. Because they do, you know, like themes oh, at the yeah. Dollar Tree, Bunch mm-hmm. of right? And she's like, "Why do you think they have all this stuff? Do you think it's because Jimmy Buffett's playing at, at the whatever that's called now, Deer Creek, whatever?" Yeah, uh, clip. Roll off. Oh, you got Maybe it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yay! Yeah, no, they only carry the luau stuff when Buffett comes to town. The last time I yeah. went to Walmart, an old man called me sweetie. Oh, that's he was nice. Talking to me. He asked if I bought all the store. I was like, there's a little love for you. Oh, mm-hmm. and then you punched him in the nuts and ran away. It was so cute. I think people <laughs> have forgotten how to use the public restroom. True. Because did they ever know in the first place, though? We do have <laughs> no. that legit question. Mm. I was at no. Menards, <laughs> of all places. And so I went, I always have to pee no matter where I go. Right. And so I went to like, you know, they have, like, the one-hole unisex, and then they have the yes. two regular ones. So I, I go to the one-hole, of course. I'm Ooh. not an animal. <laughs> and <laughs> it's unlocked, and I open the door. Totally a half-naked man in there. Oh, my God! Oh, no! <laughs> so I'm like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> door locks are a thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, so I go plan. into the ladies' room. Half-naked man. I'm washing my hands. Some dude walks in. Oh. I'm panicking because I'm thinking I screwed up. Right. No, no, oh. I am correct. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I just didn't look. Oh, but I'm like, have we all just been in quarantine too long? Like you nobody even look. knows how to poop in public anymore. Oh, oh my God. Keep it at home, people. I know, right? Oh. Poop and pee at home if you can. Oh. My God. Uh, well, if this next backpack feels familiar, going again with my glorious backpack analogy for introductions, uh, this backpack has books in it. It has birds in it. It must be the gal who told us about Black Birders Week, which ironically is, is this, this week. week. <laughs> so Amy Dalton is back on the show. Yay! Amy, tell the good people about yourself again and what you've been up to. <laughs> okay, um, I'm a librarian in Greenwood, Indiana, yay, at White yay. River Library, and um, 
I have also been outdoors in the tent (laughs) doing a lot of programming. I did a uh, dog adoption and seven dogs found home. It was so exciting. It was me. That was Bonnie. It was me. I got all of them. them. Did you overcommit? Overcommit. It was so great. They literally had to call a bunch of their foster people after the first hour because they ran out of dogs. Oh, they needed more dogs to have. I love that. We had a lot of people who had filled out, they had pre-filled out and were already like um, approved to adopt. So Mm -hmm. they were just coming to like see and choose. Yes. Oh, it was so great. And then I also did um, a thing that we do every year called Pick Apart. It's part of our STEM programming. (gasps) Yes. Where I just um, have people donate all of their broken junk and Mm -hmm. I throw it all out in the front yard and with a bunch of tools and kids can come and take it apart but I'm not gonna lie it's mostly adults yes (laughs) like the kids are done and ready to go (laughs) and the adults are still like well if I can just get this hard drive out (laughs) right it is it's and so that's always a blast so I have been putting in my time outdoors getting sunburnt in the tent look at That is fantastic. Oh, I love it. Uh, Well, as for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach, and I'm trying to turn a page of my script. (laughs) There it is. Uh, I'm the executive director of Gas Guide. When did that start happening? Uh, This might be a perfect time for me to point out that our logo is a compass. (gasps) It's a compass. So uh, do you ladies know why we chose the compass as our logo? Is this is a be- leading question. Because if it were a guide. Oh, 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 look at you using. You get a good noodle star for that one. But yes, the idea behind it is that a compass doesn't tell you which direction to go. Uh, it tells you where you are and it allows you to guide yourself to your adventure. So yes, gold noodle stars for Bonnie. So let's go on an adventure, Bonnie. Bonnie has to go first because she is Katie. Because we um, all saw what happened. Last time when Bonnie didn't go first. When Bonnie doesn't go first. Why am I grabbing the book? Laugh attacks I'm happen. Read the book. And and I post them because I'm a monster. So Bonnie's <laughs> gonna tell us all about her explorer gal. I'm so excited. Da, da, da. Who do you have for us, daughter? I have a lady who is on my shirt. <gasps> she is. All of our shirt. listeners can totally see. They can totally through the beauty of podcasting. <laughs> I will have to take a glorious photo and put it in show notes, apparently. But you have a Lego shirt on for the listeners who want to feel like they're here. Uh, You have a Lego shirt with a whole bunch of ladies on it. Who is on your shirt? Oh, well, it's kind of hard to tell. I found it because I did an image search for Annie Jump Cannon. Oh, I love it. Is how I found it. So I'm assuming that's who's supposed to be in the middle. Right. Because she's holding up a star classification shirt. Yes. But it could also be Wilhelmina Fleming. Because they both be. worked on it, but she was the final one. And they both had her. buns. So <laughs> hair buns is a thing. Yes. But then you also and have the glass uh, looking at the um, the glass tables. Yeah. So the one lady, she's looking at their little, their photograph on the glass plates. Right. Which really could be any of them. Correct. Um, and then the other one is definitely my lady. Because she's See? holding up. Hydrogen and helium. Oh. Ah, I thought dun, it was dun, very appropriate. Dun. And your lady is? My lady. I'm going to apologize because I keep in my head her name is Cynthia, but it's not Cynthia. Correct. It's Cecilia. <laughs> yes. Helena. Yes. Payne. I'm going to try. Do it. Gaposhkin. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It sounds like a thing. 
<laughs> that sounds like yep. her name. I totally like a yes, thing. absolutely. Yeah. But Cecilia, you're Cecilia breaking my heart. Pate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's born in 1900. Goodness. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you went way back there with the flat. Mm. Mm. <laughs> in the 1900s. Mm. She's born in 1900 in Britain. Cool. Her father was a lawyer and a magician. Yeah, a magician. A magician. A, a ma- musician. Ah. Very different thing there. <laughs> um, her mother was an artist. Oh. I see had, the connection already. Yeah. She had one younger brother named Humphrey, which is amazing. <laughs> Nobody names their kids Humphrey no. anymore. I don't even hear dogs named Humphrey um, anymore. I wish I had named my dog Humphrey. No, right? Yeah, it would be appropriate, honestly. Uh, but it would be spelled H U M P. Humphrey. Um, he would become an archaeologist. Cool. And one younger sister, Lenora, who would become an architect. Yeah. But when she was four, the night after Christmas, so December twenty sixth. Her father was found dead in a canal. He had been walking the family dog, and he had had like maybe some heart issues. Oh, like they don't no. really know what happened. But it probably wasn't foul play. It was they don't so he really just kind know. Of fell down dead. Oh no! Like wow. some lady just like saw and was like, "I think there's a body down there." It's like that's terrifying. So moving on from that. <laughs> Right, so time of her life, yes. Yes. Um, She had a love of plants and science when she was young. She went to a private school, which was like a Catholic school, um, but she'd already been questioning religion, uh, once asking why Jesus wasn't a woman. Yes. These yes. are all good questions. I feel like I feel like this would have been me if I was forced to go to like Bible school or this little tiny body. Yes, um, she was told that Jesus could not have done the things that he did if he was a woman. And it's like, uh, sure, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> prove it. Yep. So at that school, which was called St. Mary's, she always got first prize in essays, but failed at reading aloud, like oh. me. This, this lady is me. <laughs> Her eyes were always too quick for her tongue. Um, while she while she was at the school, she was in the youngest grade level, but she scored second in the entire school at the year-end exams. Oh. So the principal decided to shame the other students for allowing her to outperform them, what? which caused them to bully her. Oh, good. So they basically just put a massive target on her forehead and said, get yep. her? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, baby, she just liked to read. Oh no! Um, (laughs) At the you know the Catholic school, science and higher math was not taught, but she was basically badgering the teachers to teach her more things. Oh, like she was she was a weird kind of problem kid. Nice, but she was like forcing them. They're like, well, she's like, well, I obviously need you to teach me German, like obvs. But she would. check out she would take home um like translation dictionaries to s- transcribe books that were not in the language so she could learn oh, the book nice um but she, she caused such a language like stop yeah. her and hold her back no <laughs> was she trying to teach herself languages by doing that? i think she was just trying to be able to read the material so she's okay. transcribing it but she did I'm, i think learn a few languages by doing that 
but she caused such a problem doing this that like within before uh within a year of graduating they expelled her oh my god just because she was just learning too much yeah pretty much you are too smart yes she was just causing too much of a ruckus at the catholic school wow but she ended up attending St. Paul's School for Girls. So she went from St. Mary's to St. Paul's? Yes. Got it? <laughs> but the head nun from a previous school had written a letter of recommendation oh, yeah. saying she was a girl of unusual promise. So it's like, isn't that all bad? They were just like... I feel like that's cloaked in an They're insult. like, <laughs> she's very smart, but she can't be here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> but there at St. Paul's... Uh, the study of science was encouraged. Sweet. But she only had like a year to prepare because her goal was to get into Cambridge. Oh, yes. So she had to cram. Um, her music teacher at St. Paul's, I have note, mm-hmm. was Gustavo Holst, which is the composer of that uh, the planet uh, classical music thing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So that's, that's a funny little tie in there. Uh-huh. Interesting. Mm. One that's probably played at many a planetarium. Na-na. Sorry, I still say it like South Park. She <laughs> ended up being uh <laughs> She ended up being five foot ten inches tall. She's a tall lady. Yeah, so that's taller than most men for that nice. time. Oh crap. Now that means she's gonna be in more trouble now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny seeing the little pictures of her. Keep with, with dry or short. Yeah. <laughs> um she wa- ended up winning a scholarship to attend Newha- Newham, Newham. Okay, something. Yeah, it's it's the female version of Cambridge, similar to Radcliffe and Harvard. Okay. Um, Before were, the ladies were admitted, they yes. built a whole school instead of just letting the men. Yeah, Seems and fair. they they had their own little like <laughs> little dorm house thing. Right. Uh, men were not allowed unless chaperoned. Okay. And they could not be alone with men in a room or a canoe. Specific. Specifically, a canoe. <laughs> what about a kayak? <laughs> I guess that might be fine. Right. Houseboats are fine. <laughs> what about those swans that you, you like really pedal? Stretch <laughs> <out in the laughs> right. There's a bed in a houseboat. I was gonna say a canoe. <laughs> has a built-in uh, no messing around. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it feels like that would be safer. <laughs> but they were near the river, so I don't know if the... I, I don't know how much sure. damage you can do in a canoe. I don't know. Somebody like, tried it, obviously. Uh, I mean, there's no rule say some, until somebody does yes. it. <laughs> some dirty words. I don't, I don't know. know if you could keep your ankles covered in a canoe. There it is. There it is. That would be... Those damn ankles. Yeah. Yeah. You were, or you were canoeing to... A l- Secluded location. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some Little Mermaid moments in there. It was my yes. understanding that the canoeing was uh, in these olden times when you were you got engaged, right? Oh, like you mm, possibly yeah. right. I asked and then your the father proposal. and I asked right. your brother and I yeah. asked you know every man in your family first. Of course. Now let's yeah. be betrothed. And then um, a crab and its friend Fish oh, come yes, out and sing yes, a little song yes. around you. Yes. Oh, yes. I see my <laughs> and then you get legs. Yes. <laughs> but you lose your voice, though. Oh. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the entire plot of Little yeah. Mermaid. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. I do love how it's like, you know, when you're little, you're like, Oh, I'm Ariel. Like, I want to, I just want to go be on land. But 
but then when you watch an adult, you're like, you are 16, young lady. You don't know nothing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Or is she even isn't she just like fourteen? I don't. She's yeah. really young. She didn't know what a what a fork was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, her dad had a trident. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, you know what it is. Does <laughs> that sure. mean her dad used to brush her hair with his trident? I don't know. Maybe. Did she it shoot like lightning she or something? call it a dingle hopper? Is it the royal dingle hopper? Why does Ooh. she call the trident a dingle hopper? Ew! Ew! <laughs> <laughs> but Cecilia, yes. Right, yes. Cecilia! <laughs> Cecilia had a good friend in school named Betty Leaf. And at one point she wrote that Cecilia's interest in material tidiness is chiefly theoretical, and she has a feeling of slight surprise when she loses an important letter, which she has been carefully keeping on the floor. Oh, very nice. Yet another reason why. Attention there. She knows where everything is. Yes. Yes. It's very much a habit that I have. But on December 2nd of 1919, she snuck out of the curfew walls to attend... A lecture by Arthur Eddington uh, about his trip to Africa to view the eclipse that confirmed Einstein's theory of relativity. Yes. And she did not sleep for days afterwards. She was like, she could like write, write out uh, his lecture like word for word. She was just so engrossed for her lab, for her physics class. She would have to ride a bike down the bridge into town, ladies were required to wear hats. Oh. Oh. That was like, she she the would rules. ride for a little bit and then okay. she would have to put on a hat. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't think I like would the bridge it. toll, you I'm had just, to pay. I wouldn't, to wear I'd just a hat. be like, a fucking hat. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the hat looked good. But yeah, in those uh, labs were a whole bunch of future Nobel laureates and I didn't look them up because this ain't about them. Right. But uh, um, yeah. Arthur Wood, okay. Francis William, okay. Niels Bohr, which okay. is the only one, like, I recognize that name. I can tell you. Right. William Prout, George Frederick Charles. Yep. Oh, no, this was another thing. Yes. That's a different thing. I oh, forgot to put a space. I'm like, none of these sound familiar. No. <laughs> uh, but no, those are some Nobel laureates. Sweet. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good on you. Very proud. (laughs) Uh, But George Frederick Charles Serrell claimed that female students claimed that the female students' new fancy steel corsets would mess with the equipment and on multiple occasions shouted for the ladies to go remove your corsets. Uh (laughs) He wasn't like, get out of my class. He was like, you need to go change. Because you're messing up my equipment. Because my, my science. Yes. <laughs> Those magnets. Yes. Sweet. You don't want ladies stuff on your science equipment. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> For uh, lectures, women were required to sit in the front row. Okay. So they could be like like watched. Mm. It, uh, it was also like kind of, there was Surprised. like a whole bunch of like microaggressions. Yeah. With all the stuff. Um, they were required to sit in the front row while all the men like walk past them kind of like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh all the you're you're taking up a man's seat oh, kind of to a be thing reminded. yeah uh, uh, i see um all so right. they had to sit in the front row 
all the other rows would use the, I guess, like the back of the chair or something to set their notebook on to write. Oh, So the ladies had to like try and awkwardly take Mm -hmm. notes while making sure their legs are crossed. But of course, and their ankles don't show. Mm. (laughs) But they would do all kinds of stuff. Like they would, when they would go to get their lab supplies, they would conveniently leave out a piece Mm. And they make them have to go back to go get it. And mm. then they would pretend like they're oh too busy to help them. Like like just full little microaggressions oh. about the ladies. So while she was in school, you were if you were a woman and you wanted to get a science one, you were expected to do botany. Okay. Like that was that was like really it. That was the lady science. You oh. do botany. All right. Botany, zoology, and chemistry. Like you had you picked three okay. subjects and that was your degree. And that was it. So she started off with botany. She liked botany. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then she did um, chemistry. Mm -hmm. And then she did physics instead of zoology. There you go. And it was like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But while she was there, she was not able to get an actual degree for the same work that the men do. She was at a woman's... Okay. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't get uh, degrees. They got... Oh, God. I'm I'm going to... Pretty much... (laughs) Um, they were, metal. I'm going to mess this word up and it's going to be hilarious. Blue ribbon prize. It's the titular degrees. Oh, it even has the word tit in it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying really hard not to be like titular degrees. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but so basically they're awarded the title, but not the degree, mm. which is like, mm. okay. And the men yeah. were very upset by this. Oh my God. They were so upset. Like they... They had a protest where they like dre- like cross dressed and had little signs and they were like throwing a fit and like look at us. You know what rhymes with tit? Fit. <laughs> <laughs> but she had met a man named Harlow Sh- Shapley um, from the Harvard Observatory a few years mm-hmm. prior and wrote to him before graduating, being like, "Hey, can I come work at Harvard?" It totally sucks over here, like, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically being like, I would love to come work at Harvard, mm-hmm. but, but I'm poor. Like I, the only way I could do it is if I get a fellowship, can yeah. you help me arrange this? Um, uh, so he got a $500 stipend for her cool. and she scrapped up together a few other like scholarships and like academic prizes and she was able to go. So in the fall of 1923 with a photo of Betty Leaf in her pocket, Aww. she left for America. Um, when she got there um, Edward Charles Pickering Mm -hmm. had already died in 1919 oh oh, okay so he was dead by the time yeah Uh he was dead by the time she got there he's the the guy that kind of started the the Harvard uh, observatory Mm -hmm. with Andy John Cannon yes with all the ladies his his Pickering's harem Mm -hmm. the Harvard computer ladies Apparently he didn't call it that, but he also I didn't guess, stop yeah. it from being called that. So, uh, <laughs> but he had died in 1919. He okay. was also the same guy that was like, "My Scottish maid could do better," mm-hmm. and that Scottish maid was Wilhelmina Fleming. Yes, it was. And she had died in 1911. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. And Henrietta Swan Leavitt mm-hmm. had died in 1921. Okay. So the only one really of like the Fab Four, right. as I like to call them, left was Annie Jump Cannon. Okay. And um, Shapley, like when Leavitt was writing to him, he was like, yeah, sure, you could have Annie's job when she retires. Kind of like. Retire. <laughs> I, I 
was like, like clearly that's a woman's job. You can have oh. that job. Oh, I see. Like okay. no one else is like, yeah. Right. Never mind the fact that Annie was very uh. good at her job. I was not uh. going to leave that for a long time. <laughs> but it was really cool that Cecilia was given uh, Henry Swan Leavitt's desk oh. to work from. So it was a very... Um, Alice Paul working from Susan B. Anthony's desk. Right. Moment. Yeah. Like they talked about. Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. They talked about like late at night, you could see the light on in the office. (laughs) And they were like, it's the ghost of Leah. And it was, no, it was Cecilia Payne working at her desk. Right. (laughs) Maybe it was both. Maybe it was both. But it was very sweet. But for her first paper, she wanted to sign it. uh, C.H. Payne. Yeah. And Shapley asked her if she was ashamed of being a woman oh. and convinced her to sign it, Cecilia H. Payne. Oh, damn. So it's like, go. okay, dude, okay. See? But when she was doing her um, doctorate, mm-hmm. um, she had they had a written exam and an oral exam. And afterwards, Margaret uh, Harwood, an astronomer, overheard uh, Cecilia crying in her office. Um, cause she was worried she hadn't passed the oral portion of her exam for her PhD. Since it had been hours, so she assumed she failed. So Margaret went to Shapley and was like, what's up? And Shapley was like, it hadn't occurred to tell me. It was so obvious that she passed. (laughs) So he's just being dumb. And I was like, I want to go and give her a hug. I know, right? Or get her a puppy. Yeah. (laughs) But she became the first woman to get a PhD in astronomy from Radcliffe. Sweet. Uh, her thesis was about about the amount of hydrogen and helium in the stars. Ah, uh, hence the hydrogen on your shirt. Yes. yes. So where there's hydrogen and helium. And she did Sweet. this when she was 25. My God. Yes. I wasn't doing jack or shit at 25. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the time, like the common thought was that um, all the like elements that make up the earth yeah that all the other planets and stars and everything were made up of roughly the same materials and like roughly the same amounts Uh. so for hers i forget the numbers but it was something like it's made up of like a thousand more hydrogen and like a million more helium Uh. and maybe the other way around gotcha something like that (laughs) so people were like no but then like later like, people yes. were reading it and they were like this is amazing sweet but she kept on uh working there uh, as research and as shapley's assistant uh eventually teaching but kind of like under the radar teaching like she wasn't listed as a professor uh-huh. and she wasn't like named in the catalog for was a long time she paid though uh, pro- she got she paid, paid very little. That. Right. <laughs> uh, but she eventually became the first woman to become a full professor at Harvard. Sweet. Um, and at Harvard, too. Not just yeah. Radcliffe. So, yeah. Harvard. Yes. And in 1933, she received a letter that Betty had drowned. Oh, my gosh. There was another one, and I couldn't remember. I think it was another friend of hers also drowned there there were three drownings in her life whoa which is crazy oh my goodness gracious so shortly after getting the letter that betty had drowned she went to an astronomy conference in it was like russia or germany okay 
somewhere in there where she had met Sergey. Gotta scroll back up to figure out how to pronounce his name. Gotcha. Kapashkin. Ah. Um, he had ridden his bike four days to get there. He handed her like a letter that was like his whole life story. Yeah. He was like, he's born in Russia, and this is during like the prelude to World War II, where Hitler's having the okay. rise to power. Okay. So I guess they don't like Russians there. <laughs> right. Um, but he had he was like in the Russian army. I don't know if they got defeated or whatever, but he had no kind of papers to prove like who he was. Uh. He was kind of like this weird refugee status. Mm-hmm. Um, they were letting him go to school there in Germany, but he's like, dude, it's not safe. Y'all need to help me find a way to get out of here. Right. Please it's not me. good. Yeah. So she wrote letters to Shapely and um, convinced him to let him work at Harvard. Gotcha. So three months later, he gets there and... They get married. I know. Hooray. I'm like, the last name's the same. Yeah. So they're either related or about to yes. be. <laughs> so you get married. They right. end up having uh, three kids. Ah. Edward, Catherine, and Peter. Cool. Um, during World War II. And also just because they had like no money. Like they paid her very little. Yeah. And I guess he was like a mediocre astronomer they paid him even less Aww. like she was the breadwinner breadwinner working on a very small salary right but especially during world war ii they could not find caregivers for these kiddos yeah, so they yeah. came to work oh cute all the time and i was i was trying to look sick. through the book for the, there's some kind of footnote where one of the boys i was causing so much of a ruckus i think they had him like sit down and basically like sign a contract that's like you will not bother people while they are working anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. it was something yeah. like that right and then the kid got a lawyer and no I'm yeah <laughs> it, it was something oh, like that oh, um adorable. but sergey was like not not the best dude no he was mr like bodybuilder dude uh, which is like funny all right. um but he was opinionated and rude. Mm-hmm. He couldn't deal well with criticism, which is <laughs> funny when you're giving everyone else criticism. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just pretty much a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But no one would get rid of him there because they were afraid of losing Cecilia. Oh, I see. Oh. So yeah. they were putting up with him. Don't want to accept dead weight. actual talent. Uh, yeah. But she worked there for like a long time. Uh, she was the first recipient of the Annie Jump Cannon Award. That's how I first knew of her She's name. got a whole bunch of other awards. I forget what this other one is named after. Um, Henry Russell, mm-hmm. which is another scientist that when she first came out with her theory, he was like, no. <laughs> so they, they butted heads like a little bit, but I think they ended up becoming at least like professional Mutual friends colleagues. or something. Yeah, but she go. ended up getting an award named after him at some point, which Hilarious. was pretty funny too. <laughs> Um, but she ended up dying in 1979 of lung cancer. Oh, wow. Well, g- like several times in this book that I read, they reference that she just has a pile of ashes on her desk as part of her like untidiness that she's right. just so focused on working. She doesn't notice that the pile <laughs> is like three feet high 
<laughs> on her desk. So if you want to re- read more, yes, exactly. This book that I devoured in like two or three days, and yes. I swear I'm not the person who's like. Oh yeah, I just stayed up real late and read this whole book. Right? No, it's it's a really well written book. Become that person now. Well, with the right book. Ah, oh. see. Um, this one's what the stars are made of. It's what the stars are made of awesome. by Donovan Moore. And you even left a review. Of I it did. On the girls it's my Guide Red website. Reaver's review because yes. it's a very good book. That wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool explorer girl girl explorer gal that's what we do and the gas guide podcast continues thanks for listening for show notes links and images from this week's show visit galsguide.org want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers become a gals guide patron today thanks for listening